How's everybody doing? Good. I, I, let me tell you, first of all, I'm excited. I'm excited to be able to share today, and, and uh, I'm just uh, excited for what God's going to do. I feel like there's big things today um, that God's been preparing for today. And uh, I, I know, you know, sacrificial giving is, it, it feels like, oh, man, church is about money, but really it's about you. And God wants to break your hearts down. And uh, it's, in the end, it's not even about the church. It's about how willing are you. And uh, I, I love it. I love, I love uh, being all consumed with who he is so that it's not about my money. And um, I, I was listening to a pastor the other day, and he said, uh, he said it, it, we spent about five minutes in, in church talking about money because if you really believe in something, you'll give to it. And so it, the, the fact that we have to beg you to give is so far beyond because you'll pay to get into your favorite concert. You'll pay to get into your favorite game, and you believe in that. You'll fund that, but you won't fund the thing that you believe in most, your church. And so I, I don't think we need to waste any time talking about giving because I think it's something that comes natural when you believe in something. And to me, I believe in the one who came, gave his son, and died on a cross. And we're going to do it today. Amen? Amen. I don't know about you, but I feel like preaching today. And so if any of you want to preach, you can come up and take the mic from me. Because you might want to do it now before I start. Because once I start, I'm not going to stop. Uh, first of all, I just I want to welcome everyone here and just say, you know, this is, this is a church. We believe that you don't have to come in here and believe what we believe to belong. Uh, we love you where you're at, and uh, you don't have to be a Christian to come to this church. Um, we, we, we would hope that you would figure out uh, that Jesus is the reason um, that we're here, uh, but we love you where you're at, and we, we hope that you feel comfortable in a place that is all consumed with who Jesus is, and uh, it's to us, it's not about being comfortable, but it's about being pushed. And uh, so we welcome you today, and thank you for being a part. Uh, we don't believe that church should be uh, endured, but it should be enjoyed. And uh, amen. amen? Amen. I want to enjoy church. I want to enjoy where I'm going. Amen? And uh, I, feel like, I feel like we got some big days coming ahead of us in 2016. And real quick, I just want to open up the word today. And uh, we're going to read from Psalm 150. Verse 6, and it just says this, very simply, it says, let everything that has breath, let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. It's simple. Let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know what that means to me is that I have breath, so I'm going to praise him, but in that, that's something I can be grateful for. And you know, we're in this grateful series, and, and we're walking through this whole thought process of being more grateful than you think, and uh, I, I, I'm excited to see today that I have something to be grateful for. Even if life isn't going right, even if everything is crazy and chaos, I have something to be thankful for because I woke up today, and I took a breath when I opened my eyes, and I'm thankful for that today. Amen. Let's pray before we get started. Jesus, we love you. God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you're already doing, Jesus. And Lord, I pray today, God, that, that you would do only what you can do, God. God, we, we thank you, Lord, that, that we're, we're, we're at where we're supposed to be at right now, Jesus. Lord, because you have us here, God. And I pray, Lord, that as we, we give you everything that we are today, God, that you would come and meet us where we're at today, Jesus. Lord, we love you and we thank you in advance for what you're going to do today. In Jesus' name, and everybody said... Amen. I've entitled my, my talk today, On Purpose Grateful. Everybody say, On Purpose, on purpose. Grateful. grateful. 
Say it again. Say, on purpose, grateful. Go ahead and look at your neighbor and say, you got something to be grateful for today. Look at your other neighbor. Yeah, you can tell them the same thing. That's fine. I didn't even tell you what to tell them yet, and you're already telling them something. Look at your other neighbor. Don't tell them anything yet. Tell them I've been praying all week that I'd be sitting next to you today. It's not good to lie in church, but it's good to be spiritual. I can't control what happens to me, but I can control what comes through me. I can't control what happens to me, but I can control what goes through me. And when we talk about grateful and we talk about this, this whole process of being kind, because gratefulness, you can't be angry and be kind at the same time. Amen? So this whole process of being grateful kind of goes in the same way as being kind. you got to be kind when you're grateful. You can't be mean and grateful at the same time. I said thank you. Well, you're just a jerk, right? So that doesn't work. So this whole thing of being grateful is kind of like being kind. So you're being kind while you're grateful, and this whole process works out. Now, in this whole process, you can really pay attention to things that are coming against you. And you're like, man, why are so many things coming against me right now? And you have a choice at that moment when they're coming against you to choose what's going to come through you. And at that moment in time is where, for me personally, I rely on the most high because I can't do it in my own power. I got to do it in his power. And so, okay, God, how am I going to react to this situation? How am I going to react to this season? Because how many of you know that it's maybe not normally just one situation, but it's a, a series of events that happens that gets you to a point where all of a sudden you just don't feel like being grateful. I don't want to be grateful sometimes because sometimes life sips. It just does. And so in those moments, why would I want to be thankful for something that I don't even like? No, nobody's been there. Okay. Maybe the sermon, I should just close the book now. Have you ever been there where you just don't feel like being thankful? Life isn't going right. Things aren't going good. The kids, they're not acting like you want them to act. Your finances are way out of control like you know they should not be. You've gone to counseling for your marriage. You've gone to counseling for you. You don't know where to go or what to do. You've done everything you can, and you're actually, you come into church, and you're like, you actually want me to be grateful for where I am right now? For real? Because to me, this life that I'm living, it's not good. Nothing is positive about the life I'm in right now. So how can you expect me to be grateful? Again, I read Psalm 150, verse 6. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. If you woke up this morning, you have a reason to be grateful. If you were able to get out of your bed, you have a reason to be grateful today. There is always, always positive in anything and everything that's coming your way. I, I want to read, I researched gratitude and uh, Two psychologists, Dr. Robert and Dr. Michael, uh, they, they've done much of the research on gratitude. And in one study, they asked all participants to write a few sentences each week 
focusing on particular topics. One group, about, uh, they wrote about things they were grateful for that had occurred during the week. A second group wrote about daily irritations or things that had displeased them. And the third wrote about events that had affected them with no emphasis on them being positive or negative. After 10 weeks, those who wrote about gratitude were more optimistic and felt better about their lives. Surprisingly, they also exercised more, whoop, whoop, and had fewer visits to the physicians. And all the moms said, amen. And those who focused on sources of aggravation. Another leading research in this field, Dr. Martin, uh, a psychologist at the University of Pennsylvania, tested the impact of various positive psychology interventions on 411 people, each compared with a control assignment of writing about early memories. When their week's assignment was to write a personally uh, and personally deliver a letter of gratitude to someone who had never been properly thanked for his or her kindness, participants immediately exhibited a huge increase in happiness scores. This impact was greater than uh, that from any other intervention with benefits lasting for a month. So one thing that they did, one little exercise, gave them amazingly different happiness levels for an entire month. That's 30 days, people. Some months is different, sorry. 28 February, okay, we got it. Okay, seven things. Number one, gratitude opens the door to more relationships. And all the single people said? All you single people, anybody single in the house? Let me hear you. It's okay. You don't have to be ashamed. It's all good. I got to come online for you, little Christian, come online. This is a good one, really good one. Just walk up, look at them in the eye. Is your name Faith? Because you're the substance of things I've hoped for. Mm. Let it be. Mm. Another one, excuse me, uh, I believe one of your ribs belongs to me. <laughs> okay, sorry, Christian. A little church humor. Uh, second, gratitude improves physical health. Yeah. Gratitude improves psycho uh, psychological health. Gratitude enhances empathy and reduces aggression. Gratitude people sleep better. Grateful people sleep better. Gratitude improves self-esteem. Gratitude increases mental strength. That's good. We need to get more happy. We need to get more thankful. There is so much benefit from being grateful. If you're not grateful, you're missing out on a lot. Gratitude is an attitude that comes out of the habit of grateful. If you are grateful, you'll become more grateful. It's pretty simple. This life that we live, I think we, we make it so complicated. But yet, if we really understand how much we have to be thankful for, how much we really have to be grateful for, everything else just kind of falls into place. Uh, it was about uh, eight or nine months ago. It was March uh, of this year. Is that eight or nine months ago? Sure. Um, 
was March of this year, and uh, I was driving, me in London, um, you, everybody knows I'm just a little anal about keeping my car clean, just a little bit. My mom likes to take it to the nth degree and say I'm max anal, but I'm not. So just a little anal. So I was like, London, let's go down to the car wash. We're going to go down. We'll get the, the car, you know, cleaned. And I had a little, just like a little gas saver car. I called her good old 36 because that's how many miles a gallon she got. Good name. Anyway, so we're, we're, we're driving down to the car wash. London, she knows this all too well because we go to the car wash all the time. So we're on the way down to the car wash, and she's in the back. We're bumping some beats, and, and we're getting down. And all of a sudden, this lady pulls out in front of me. I'm like, oh, boom, you know, crash, done. Total the car. You know, we get out, we go to the hospital, whatever, not, everybody's good. And I remember on my way home, I'm like, babe, what are we going to drive? That was our only car. And now good old 36 has to go down to the graveyard. And I miss her already. My grandpa calls me. And, and he, he calls me and he says, hey, Isaiah, I just feel, and, and I know, I know this is not going to be your your, your, your cutest, coolest car out there. But I just feel like God's inspired me to call you and say, if you feel like it, if you really want this, me and Granny, my grandparents, Pappy and Granny, we would like to bless you with our van. I'm like, this is great. This is great. So I'm like, Pappy, that's awesome. He's like, now listen, it's a big van. <laughs> big. I mean, really big. I was like, all right, okay, you know what? Let me talk to the wife, you know, just make sure. Let me talk to Britt, see what that looks like, and then I'll call you back. So I get off the phone with, with Pappy, and I go to Britt, and I'm like, babe, we don't have a car right now. And my grandpa just called me, and he's going to give us a van. What do you think? She's like, well, that, that sounds great. And I was like, no, it's a big van. She's like, okay. I was like, no, 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 it's a really big van. She's like, okay, all right. I was like, okay, so this is it? Like, we're going to do this? She was like, yeah, let's do it. This is great. So call back my grandpa. I'm like, Pappy, I want the van. He's like, you do? I was like, yes. He goes, well, I didn't think you'd actually take it. I gotta, now I have to actually do my work. I was like, no, 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 I really want this. I feel like this is it. This is like, this is great news. So, and Derek, you can go ahead and throw up that picture of, of the van, please. This is, this is, this is my van. Now, let's just all take a second and picture Brittany in the driver's seat. That's a good day. Can I tell you? Yeah, that thing's big. Let me tell you, you can drive down the highway. You can change four diapers while going to the restroom in the back of the van, while taking a shower on the left side of the van, while washing your hands in the sink behind the driver's seat. Just kidding. It's a big van. So I'm like, babe, this is great. I pull up to Pappy's house. I'm like, Pappy! That van is awesome. It's huge. I can take everybody. We could go tripping for days. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, you really like it. I was like, I love it. This is great. So I come home, you know, gas mileage. It only made me about 10 miles and I had to fill up again. But, <laughs> but it was okay. It was okay. So, you know, we're, we're driving. I'm like, this is great. This is awesome. You know, I've never had this much space. I'm tall. I'm lanky. I'm like, this is awesome. I can hardly reach the gas pedal. So we get home, we're doing life in this van. My daughter, London, loves this van. She's obsessed with this van. She's like walking in, she opens up the door, and she's like, this van is huge. This van is massive, I love it. Can I tell you that I could have changed her mind instantly if being the mother would have had a different perspective on the van? If we would have said, well, 
it'll get us through, I guess. You know, London, it's not that great on gas, and that's not, not, that's not the van. It's kind of ugly. You know, it's, it's really big, and London, to be honest, every time your mom comes home in the driveway, the van has limbs hanging out of the fenders. <laughs> Let's just be real. I mean, I could have changed her perspective like that. But instead, we decided early on when we got the van, we said, we're going to be grateful for this thing from the beginning. Had 250,000 miles on it. Booyah! Runs like a top. She's on Craigslist right now if you want her. Just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. I will give you the church discount. I'm just saying. This van for me was a moment, you have to understand, I'm a car guy, I, I, I had it, you know, a Jeep, I just, I liked, I liked getting in my car, I like looking, uh, I, I don't know what it's about for me, I just, I love a clean, nice car, when I got this, it took away all that, you know, I'd leave the gym, I'd go out, I'd be like, see you guys later, <laughs> gonna get in my van, <laughs> get in my van, take out, be like, yeah, you know, got a party going on in the back, <laughs> want some candy, you know, pull the blinds, babe, pull the blinds up, Look creepy. <laughs> this van has been one of the biggest blessings for our family. And let me tell you something, it's made me more grateful than I've ever been. This van has blessed us beyond. And what I'm more thankful for, even beyond the van, is that I'm thankful for a wife that came alongside me and said, I'll drive whatever you bring in the driveway. It don't matter what it looks like. I'm thankful for that because you know what? There's a lot of ladies that would say no to that. And she stood by my side and said, hey, God's blessed us with this. We're going to be grateful for this. And we stood, and you know what? London, <laughs> she's like, Dad, we're never going to sell the van, right? And I'm like, oh, babe, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. We're praying, we're believing, we're fasting that this thing's going to sell. But can I tell you something? What you're grateful for and what you show God, okay, God, I'm grateful for this. He will bring blessing beyond. And so get in the ready position. No matter what you got, no matter what your name is, you know, what, what, what is coming for you, what kind of job you got, what kind of financial issues you're in, give it to God. Lord, I'm grateful. Jesus, you blessed me. I know I'm not driving my little good old 36, Lord, but I'm driving Big BB. And she's awesome. She owns the road. It was great. I literally, I could park anywhere because I didn't care if people, like, nicked the side of my car. I'm like, go ahead. Do what you want. It's all good. She's got enough nicks. It's great. But how many of us need to be reminded of what we have to be thankful for? How many of you need to be reminded, hey, be grateful for today? Because maybe, just maybe, you might not see tomorrow. Be grateful for today. There's a lady, uh, uh, she's a, a friend of mine in, in Kennet, and her sister right now has cancer. And I was talking to her this week, and I was like, How, you know, how's your sister doing? And she's like, not good. We've been praying and believing that there's going to be healing in that, and if you want to join us, I'd love it. More prayer is always better prayer. And, uh, and you know, I was talking to her this week. I was like, how's she doing? She's like, not good. Her feet are going numb now. She can't get from point A to point B. And I'm like, okay. You know, I go out. 
My God, what are you doing? I know there's so much to be grateful for. But God, I want to I believe that there's going to be a miracle. And I know if you do it, she'll come to know you. I know it. So what are you waiting for? And I really could get impatient, but I won't. I'm not going to give in. I'm just going to keep continuing to pray, keep continuing to be grateful and saying, Jesus, I'm thanking you in advance for the miracle you're going to do. I know it's coming. I know there's going to be lives that are changed through it because now a lot of people know about it. And maybe you just wait until the whole entire place knows about it. Whatever it is, God, you do it. I'm giving it to you. Luke 17, 12, it says, And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he yelled on his, he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, We're not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. You know, we read this story and we're like, man, that's awesome, this one. But those nine, oh, man, so ungrateful. Did you know that nine represents most of us in this world? Because guess what? They're still healed. He didn't take that away from them. And I, I, I studied this context. I got in deep so that I would know. He let them be healed, even though they were ungrateful. He said, hey, you're all healed. Go. And the one returned and said, Jesus, thank you. Thank you so much. Because guess what? When, when he said, go, you're healed, go to the priest. Go to the priest and, and make sure that he can you know, say you're cleansed and you're good. When they left, they weren't healed yet. But they went in faith. And when they left in faith, then he saw. So why would you thank Jesus before the healing? Okay, you would. We're getting to that. But he looked down and he's like, oh my word, I'm healed. I'm going to turn around, create more space for me to run. i got to go back now. But it's worth it to be grateful. And this is a thing that we learned from a small age. And all you parents know, and dad talked about it, Elijah talked about it, everybody's talked about it. But at a young age, you are born into this world, what? Selfish. It's all about you. Me, 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 me. Everything's about you. And you have to be taught to be grateful over and over and over and over again. Why? Because it's inbred in us to be about me, about what I want. And so in this, Jesus is saying, hey, no matter what, they were ungrateful. They were all healed. This represents us. Because how many times, uh, I can tell you, uh, I, I've been healed. I've been healed in just the other day. I was healed of my meniscus. I, I, I tore my meniscus when I was 18. My brother jumped on me. I was in a baby pool. It popped, you know, whatever. Went and got surgery, got it all put back together. And, uh, and it hurts all the time. I'm like, man, what is that? You know, why is that hurt? And so I was at a conference, and they, they, uh, this guy got up, and he was like, hey, you know, who's dealing with the meniscus pain? I was like, that's me. You know, like, oh, healing, woo. And so the, he's like, you're healed. I, healed. Just the other day, I was thinking, man, God, when was the last time I said thanks? 
for that healing that you think that you healed me of. Oh, I went through a little season of, man, Lord, this is great. I can do everything. But then all of a sudden it just became blank space. And I'm like, I don't want to be known as the nine lepers that just left. Oh, thanks, Jesus. I'll talk to you later. Have a good day. And never again seeing and showing gratitude. God does not demand thanks. He'll never demand thanks from you. But he's pleased when we do. And with a thankful heart, we open ourselves to so much more. So much more. Uh, London, she, uh, she has this thing where she, she says, uh, you know, we go to this room, Mom, Dad, can, can we go to the toy section? Absolutely, London. We'll go to the toy section. No problem. Literally five steps later, it's, uh, hey, Dad, Mom, when are we going to the toy section? Like, Lana, we, we just talked about this like five steps ago. We're going when we get in the store. We're walking in the store. About, you know, 12 steps later, we get through the sliding door. She's like, Mom, are we going to the toy section now? I'm like, London, listen, we're going to get there, okay? We got to do a few other things. We're going to get to the toy section. Just take your time. Take a breath. It's all good. We'll be walking. She's like, Dad, is, is the toy section here? I'm like, London, one more time. We're not going to the toy section. I'm going to burn every toy in there so you can't see them, okay? Listen, don't talk about the toys again, right? Okay, then she starts hinting to the toys, right? I'm dead serious. She's like, we're in the, like, cereal aisle, and there's, like, a little toy on the box. She's like, that toy looks fun. Uh, do you think there's other toys in the store? I'm like, London, I know what you're doing. I'm not stupid, okay? We're getting there. I pull out my match. I'm like, I'm going to burn them. She does this all the time. So then, you know, we'll go home. She's like, hey, Dad, can I watch a show? I'm like, not right now, babe, you know, in a little bit. Well, in a little bit to her means like maybe in five seconds. She's like, you know, five seconds later, she's like, Dad, is it time to watch a show yet? I'm like, no. And one more time, the TV's going out on the corner. We're not going to watch TV. But she has this like impatientness that's like, I, I want it, and I, I asked for it. Now it's like, boom, and it, I, I know it seems like a lot. My stories always all of a sudden get like really loud. Do you notice that? <laughs> like blows my mind. I get there, I'm like, oh my word, I need to read my notes. Like, where am I going? Be grateful for where God has you. Be thankful for where God has you. Because guess what? You might not be where you want to be. But if it wasn't for God's grace, you're definitely not where you should be. You could be so much further off than where you are. Be thankful for where you're at and what God has for you in the now. If I could, I need, I need, I need, yeah, Chris, you're just a big guy. I just need you. I need you. Please. Mr. Pringle, some of the finest chips ever made. Big boy. He's big, isn't he? Wow. I felt like a wiener. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, I just got really inferior. Just kidding. I love you. Okay, so uh, Chris, he's going to represent grateful. Uh, not grateful. He's going to represent, I'm sorry. He's going to represent us, okay? This is, this is the but me person, okay? Not really. But he, for this, is, he's but me. This is the uh, everything's about me, life's about me, okay? This is, this is 
me, 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 okay? I'm just scanning the crowd looking for who I can use. Perfect. Yes, you are so perfect, it's ridiculous. Please come to me, son. Come to me. Hold my hand. Let's walk together. This is perfect. This is Jackson. He's a pretty cool kid. <laughs> now I feel better. Putting my arm around you. <laughs> that was a little intimidating over here on the left. Don't tell him I told you. Um, he's going to represent grateful. Okay? Now, this is grateful. This is but me. This is what we're born with. This is what we instill in us. But the problem is the grateful never outweighs the but me. So in the end, you know how many times as kids we'd go to, to dinners with pastors or friends, and we'd leave and we'd get in the car, and my mom would be like, hey, did you guys say thank you? And we're like, oh, no, we didn't. We forgot. Oh, my word. She's like, okay, go ahead. Get out. Go in and say thank you. We're like, we have to get out. Yes, you have to go in. You have to make sure to say thank you. She would kick us out of the car. <laughs> out of the semi, actually. We were a weird family. Kick us out of the semi. So we'd, we'd have to go back in, make up ground, and say thank you. To these pastors, hey, thank you so much for dinner. Oh, not a problem, you know. What was she doing? She was instilling in us, they were instilling in us gratefulness. Why? Because the but me, the it's all about me, is way too big, and the gratefulness is way too small. W would you mind just getting on his shoulders? Is that okay? I feel like it's okay. I haven't asked him yet, but I'm going to just go ahead and say it's okay for you to get on his shoulders, okay? <laughs> Don't tell him. We're just going to do it. Down, Chris. Okay, this is good. I see I picked the right people. This is good. If you, okay, now play along with me. We're, we're playing here, we're playing a lot. If you will take your gratefulness and put it to the top and say, I'm gonna suppress the but me. I know it's big, uh, it's, it's, it's huge. I know, it's, I know it's big, but can I tell you, if you suppress that but me and you bring gratefulness to the top, I can't even tell you where God can take you because a grateful heart is a succeeding heart. That's it. Come on, give it up for my help. These are it. Give it up for my help. Good. It's funny. People are often unreasonable and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are honest, people may cheat you. Be honest anyway. If you find happiness, people may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today, people will often forget tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world your best you have, and it may never be enough. Give the best you've got anyway. You see, in the end, it's between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. Mother Teresa. Can I tell you something, church? You might not think that you deserve to even be grateful. Why would I be grateful? You do. And no matter what life has brought you, no matter what people push in your face, you, you 
if you will get on top of your but me attitude and suppress it and say, it's going to be about gratitude now in my life. We're going to be thankful in this house for whatever comes our way. As for me and my house, we're going to praise the Lord and we're going to be grateful. Because can I tell you, without gratefulness, there is nothing. I'm telling you, a selfish heart will hurt you in the end. You might not know it's doing it to you now, but I can tell you pretty soon your friends will start to pull back. Everything will start to pull back. And all of a sudden, you'll be alone and be like, why? Get a grateful heart. It's worth it in the end. Okay, we're going to go here. And I'm, I'm, I'm ending soon. This could be dangerous. I never think through these things. I always just think of them. Kind of dangerous. I need six big guys. Six big guys. Chris is a big guy. You're a big guy. Rich, I need you. Big guys with good backs, okay? Let's, let's go big guys with good backs. Landon, you're going to need in. Uh, Paul, uh, Brandon. Yeah, uh, definitely Mr. Doughton. Chris, you can come back up. Just line up right here. I need three on each side, okay? Three on each side. This is going to be good. Are we good? Big guys, this is beautiful. One, two, three, four, five. I need one more. One more big. Oh, Landon, okay, good. Uh, you guys can just line up three. And three, okay, three and three. You, you get where I'm going, okay? I'm going to jump off the ladder, my word. Come on, just play the game. Just, just, just play the game, my jazz, guys. Remember I said my name's Isaiah. Okay, so here's the deal, okay? Let's just, let's just, let's just go here. You walked into church today, you feel like you have nothing to be grateful for. I'm not grateful, say. Can I tell you, as you walk the ladder, okay, let's just go here. Every rung represents a different level of leaping out into who Jesus is, okay? And you step up, and as you step up and you're stepping out, you're saying, Jesus, I know that person doesn't deserve it. Lord, you know they don't deserve it. And let's just be honest right now. If I were grateful to them, I might actually, like, ugh, I don't know, give in and they will win. Can I tell you something? Gratefulness will always make you win. You can never lose in gratefulness. But let me tell you this, church. It is scary sometimes to be grateful when you don't want to. And you got to take a leap. you got to take a big leap. And sometimes God says, okay, Zay, just work through. Because as you climb the ladder, you're saying, God, I'm working on being more grateful. It's not always going to be fun. It's not always going to be the greatest thing that you've ever imagined. Because sometimes, and my mom always taught me this. My dad always taught me this. Isaiah, be the big person. Be the big person. What do you have to lose? What is there you're going to lose? Nothing. And let me tell you something. I have never, ever been grateful and then regretted it. Ever. I have never regretted being grateful. So maybe you've walked in this church today and you say, Zay, my life steps. I got marriage issues, I got relationship issues, I got drug issues, I got alcohol issues, I've got financial issues, I've got uh, addiction issues, I got it all. Say, you have no clue, I have nothing to be thankful for. Yes, you do. My God sent his son to die on a cross for your sins, and guess what? Maybe he didn't feel like it, and maybe you don't feel like it, but whoever said this whole thing was about feelings? Nobody did. Jesus didn't feel like getting crucified on a cross. You really feel like he woke up that day and was like, uh... Great day to get crucified. No. 
That was my Jesus redneck voice. <laughs> he didn't feel like getting crucified. Whoever said it was about your feelings? It's not about you. When you came in here, you said, I'm done with my old. Now it's going to be about you. And so when you do that, being grateful is taking a leap of faith and saying, Jesus, I'm going to step out, and I'm going to let you step in. Are we ready for this? Because I don't know. i got a little bit of leg shake. My, I always have, like, something going on back there. Here we go. Uh, there's no pillows. We don't want pillows. We're just going to trust this whole thing, okay? You guys are just going to catch me, and if I fall and get hurt, Jesus' idea. Oh, Lord, help us all. I've never been one to be scared of heights. But I'm going to go for it, and you guys are going to catch me, all right? Now, I can see in the back, you guys are pretty trustworthy guys. I'm going to jump out a little bit, and you guys are going to catch me, all right? You guys want to lock arms or anything? Like, what are you guys thinking? I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm in this whole feeling of, like, doubt right now. Like, I don't feel like this. It's a little scary. I need a 3-2-1, okay? All right, a 3-2-1. Are we going to go with the audience? Here we go. Ready? tell you something, church, and I'm going to finish right here. And if the worship team wants to come up, they can. Actually, come up, worship team. I hit somebody's head, and I apologize for that. Can I tell you something, church? It is worth the leap. It is worth you getting out of your comfort zone. And church, you can go ahead and stand up for me, because we're going to get this. We're going to go for this today. It's about time that we become a grateful generation, that we become a grateful church, because guess what? If you will take the leap of faith and you'll step out and say, Jesus, I don't care what's gone on up to this point. I don't care where I've been, but Jesus, I know where I'm going. And Lord, I know that if it wasn't for you, I'd be somewhere where I don't want to be. And so thank you, Jesus, for stepping in and holding me and wrapping me up in your arms. And today, church, I believe that gratitude is the future of who we are because Jesus is grateful. <laughs> He's so grateful. He said, I'm so grateful for my people. I love my people so much that I don't care who they are, what they've done, or where they've been, but I want them to feel my love. People curse Jesus' name every day. And you know what he says? Come. Who does that? If you curse me, I'm like, ow, get out of here. Jesus says, hey, I don't care if you've cursed my name. I want you. And I don't only want you, but I want you all in. Everything you got. It's not about Feelings. It's not about feeling good. It's not about these things that we wrap our minds about. Well, when I come into church, I don't feel like worshiping. I don't care. Do you think that he really felt like going to the cross? It's not about feelings, church. It's about a whole atmosphere of knowing who Jesus really is. And when you really understand who Jesus is, you understand the moment the gratitude comes into play. Jesus, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I'm not where I should be. Oh God, you, you did more than I could ever imagine. 
And Jesus, I'm, I'm grateful today. Lord, I'm grateful for what I have. And Lord, for what you've taken away. Jesus, I might not understand it in the moment, God, but I know for a reason you do everything. And God, you're an on-time God. And today, Jesus, we climb the ladder of gratitude, Lord, and we take a leap. We take a leap today and say, Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for giving of yourself. And today, Jesus, we're going to take a leap of faith and thank and be grateful in those moments we don't feel like being grateful. We're going to forgive some people today, God, because we're grateful for them. Not for what they've done, but Jesus, we know that your grace is so great, we can give some grace. Oh, Jesus, we love you. And Lord, we thank you. I pray today, Jesus, that this wouldn't just be a, a, a here and now thing, Lord, but that this, this would be a continuous thing. Lord, that this would go beyond what we can ever even imagine or think. Because as we become more grateful, Jesus, you become more important in our lives. We love you, Jesus. Come on, all around this church, why don't we just lift our hands to him. Give him thanks today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just want you to pray a simple prayer before we end. Because how many of you know that this is tough unless you have Jesus' strength? And so we're going to pray for some Jesus strength today because that person that you know you're supposed to leave this building right today and you're supposed to give them a call because you never properly thank them. Maybe you have a person in your life that you've been holding a grudge against and you know, I need to be thankful for that person today. I need to show some grace. That person today needs a call. And I, I, I know it's not going to be easy. You're going to have to climb that ladder of gratitude and say, I'm going to take a leap of faith. I'm going to make a call today and hopefully make things right today. If that's you, man, let's just start to pray. Jesus Give me strength. Jesus, give me strength. Lord God, you know that I don't want to do it, but God, I know that I have to do it. Lord, because I know that the benefits will be way beyond what I could ever imagine. And today, Jesus, I need your strength because I'm nothing without you. Without you, Jesus, I'm a selfish but me person. Oh, Jesus, we love you and thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you for what you've done and what you're doing, Jesus. In your name. And everybody said, everybody said, everybody said, come on, just praise Jesus today.